Hello, 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 and welcome to the New Story Podcast with me, Rebecca Conran. Uh, today I'm cosplaying as uh, Britney Spears because I am getting over the remnants of some sort of sinus infection um, that is very much some of my own energy work that's being do- done. i am been going through my own sort of leveling up this last month. Um, I had been preparing myself for like a deeper cleanse and, um, you know, when that kicks in, uh, who knows, all kinds of things are possible, uh, in terms of like how your body responds and how your body eliminates toxins. And so, um, Libra season was tough on me. Um, and obviously tough on the world, you know, like what, the world is experiencing right now. Um, so many citizens experiencing such intensity of suffering. Um, so Libra season really packed a punch and, um, and, you know, Scorpio season is an opportunity to continue in on the lessons and the themes, um, and the learning to integrate on another level. Um, but yeah, that's why I sound um, like I uh, a little bit of a muppet or something today because um, I still have a bit of a stuffy nose. Um, but we're gonna make it through this recording. And also, apologies that it's a little bit late. I was in the UK. I was um, for any new listeners. I'm from the UK originally. Um, I haven't lived there in 30 years, but I'm moving back there in the beginning of the year 2024. So I was there and I was looking at um, the different areas that I may move to. So I was doing kind of a little scout. Um, And uh, here I am back in the States and um, connecting with all you guys. The energy report is going to go through a few changes. I'm going to go back to um, for next season, which will be Sagittarius season. I'm going to start my weekly energy reports back up again. So the, the season review will be shorter and there will be more of these podcasts, but they will be a little bit shorter. They'll be more like 20 minute podcasts. Um, and hopefully that will be a little bit more palatable and easy to kind of sink into, um, and can keep us sort of up on current events. You know, I think when you listen to a whole hour long podcast, it's easy to kind of forget, um, like what has been said. Um, so I hope that this will kind of just keep it a little bit more current, but it's very interesting. I mean, how accurate it is too. Um, you know, a lot of the wisdom from Libra season was about loving your fellow man as you love yourself. And, um, you know, one of the things that has come out of just the extreme terrorism and pain that's going on um, in Israel and um, Gaza right now is just that we're seeing how supremacy ideation, it really exists in, in most cultures, ethnicities, and religions. And I personally, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, and like most religions, they believe that they're God's chosen people, um, and they are nonviolent, but they do believe that all non-Jehovah's Witnesses are going to die at Armageddon, 
They label themselves, quote unquote, in the truth. Um, so they believe that's that's what they call their religion. They call it the truth. And everyone else, including myself, who's a non-believer, is unrighteous. And being born into this environment, I, I myself inherited a supremacist mindset through that, a religious supremacist mindset. I was born a Jehovah's Witness, and I had to unravel that in my teenage years and when I was kicked out from home. And I've spoken before about unraveling, you know, um, homophobia and stuff like that, some of the beliefs I was taught. But this supremacist mindset um, that, you know, that one people could be a chosen people, it really exists in, in everywhere on earth. And, um, you know, I'm half Indian and half English. We know the English were supremacists. But in India, classism and religious zealotry also exist. There are factions that believe themselves superior. And they have also murdered for those supremacist beliefs. Um, so, you know, in my own personal heritage, I have to unravel these ancestral lines um, and come out of any kind of denial um, when people suffer in the world, um, their suffering touches me in, on an equal plane. You know, I don't just feel for people who are hurting in India or in England. Um, I feel for people who are hurting, who are extremely different from me. And so some of these ideals, ideas were like having to come to terms with those lines of separation that we have where we don't qualify one life as valuable as the next. So through and through, I believe it's my personal responsibility to understand my ancestry, my heritage in a way that helps me to choose from my evolved beliefs that I've grown to know, which I wasn't born with, that one human life is as valuable as the next. Um, ideation that there is one chosen people, it is what supremacy is. That is supremacy. Um, and we see that in the form of nationalism. We see it in the form uh, in religious landscapes. We see it with racism. Um, both the government of Israel and Hamas hold supremacist values. And so as long as any people believe that they are the chosen people and, and that there could be such a thing, um, they are going to keep waging war in the name of holiness and innocent people are going to be caught in the fray and harmed. So there's just nothing holy about thoughts of separation from our fellow man. Um, each person within our cultures, ethnicities and religions, we're going to have to take responsibility for those ideations of supremacy and um, how and, and really hold supremacists accountable and supremacists are not just Nazis like Nazis are not the only white people are not the only people that hold I mean they're they're they hold they're the fucking people that we are seeing doing it most of course you know we're seeing that fascism and authoritarianism and um and um, supremacy definitely coming through white Western channels. But we're also seeing it in 
pretty much every area on earth. So it's all of our responsibility as humans to unravel that separation. When we create separation with our ideas and beliefs, we create violence and all violence is abhorrent. So, you know, um, when we think of those Libra themes, loving our fellow man as we love ourselves, and also that the, the access point to that is through compassion and love for self, and how that is something that is deeply missing in our society is that love for self. Um, we don't, we're unable to reflect it in our fellow man because we don't see it when we look in the mirror. These are things for us to unravel um, and to really take responsibility for and to come out of denial about. You know, um, there's a lot of denial often with these really abhorrent acts. Like we look for some easy, easy place to, to put our blame to make us feel better. Um, and there's such a shared responsibility going around. And I don't mean for vic the victims of violence. I don't think that they have a shared responsibility in what has been done to them. Um, but I think that there's a shared responsibility in unraveling the violence and in coming to terms with um, how to create unity with one another um, and equality. And um, that one life is as valuable as the next. And that there are no beliefs that we might hold around our ethnicity, our religion, our nation that we're from, that, that will hold true to the higher truth of oneness and um, that each life is as valuable as the next. Um, any kind of lines of separation that are formed by men, they don't outweigh, outweigh that higher truth. So, you know, with Libra season and with everything touching on the South Node, it was a really huge about what were the karma we have collectively that we need to release, like the lessons that we need to learn all of us as a collective community, what we need to integrate around um, <clears throat> supremacist ideation. Um, supremacist ideation also can be 100% tracked in the wellness community and the spiritual communities, you know, where um, some might think that they are holier because they live in a cleaner way or you know, you could see people judging or feeling self-righteous about their sobriety or really fucking anything. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we are all as humans at our core, um, just our lives are as meaningful and valuable regardless of the choices that we're making and the beliefs that we hold, you know? Um, so we have to really determine in us where we think we're better. And how we perpetuate, um, maybe not to the degree that we would commit a violence upon someone else. But one example for me that's coming up is, you know, um, I have many progressive friends and I consider myself a progressive person. Um, and uh, I've mentioned this before. I was vaccinated. 
um, mostly because I was living in New York City at the time. And, you know, you couldn't really go into a restaurant or anything if you weren't. I didn't have a strong opinion about it. I knew that it didn't stop the spread of COVID. And I knew it didn't stop you from, it didn't stop you from getting or spreading COVID. So I didn't really feel that strongly one way or another about it. I could have not gotten the vaccination, but I got it. And I didn't feel bummed out about it. I was like, whatever, I did it. Um, However, I saw many uh, Democratic, liberal friends who were losing their fucking minds about people not getting vaccinated. And to me, um, we really saw where anybody is capable of fascist beliefs you know, um, that really do uh, sort of stretch to inhabit other people's autonomy. You know, if we want women to be able to have autonomy over our own bodies and make our own choices, we also have to accept that other people get to decide what they do medically to their own bodies, even if it doesn't make fucking sense to us. You know, and a lot of people were like equating it to a death sentence, not getting a a vaccine. And those same people were getting COVID, running around passing on COVID, but they were vaccinated. You know, it's like, um, really, we should have just been being so... um, influential about consciousness, right? It's like, if you feel sick, you shouldn't be going around to other people. Like I have a sinus affection. I'm not seeing anybody. You know, I'm in my private office. My sessions are only taking place remotely. That's how you live consciously is you pay attention. Um, if I were sick moving forward, um, with, I would wear a mask when I go out, you know, Um, those are, those are the types of things that we can do to prevent harm to one another, not these blanket fascist, um, ways that we are pushing our personal opinions onto others. And in doing so, we're creating a formula, uh, for ourselves to be oppressed too. You know, for we have a formula right now in the world where women can't get access to life saving uh, care. And the more that we approve and align with um, picking and choosing what we think people should do with their bodies, the more that we impress that that behavior is acceptable and it's just not. So, Basically, my whole point, and I didn't really mean to go off on a fucking digression about vaccinations, and you're entitled to your strong opinion either way about it, but it's we're not entitled to determine another person's life based on our feelings and our strong reactions. You know, that's how we must choose to live our lives. Um, and we we have to see how each of us can behave in fascist ways. Each of us can behave in supremacist ways. Um, Not necessarily to the degree of 
violence, but to a degree where we are perpetuating the energy which we need to learn to disperse. Um, and for me, as an energy practitioner, I find everything is energy. All of our belief systems, all of our behaviors that we're participating in, the way that we move through the world is a vibration. And all of those intentions and those thoughts that we carry, they are part of that vibration. And when so many of us are in a specific vibration, it is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. But I want you to think about a time when you were at a concert and that one song came on that everybody knew and the whole room's heart lit up and you could feel the whole room in a state of love. And I also experience this at certain other events and stuff too. But think about that feeling when everybody aligns with an open heartedness, with a love, with an enjoyment. And, you know, that's really the type of energy that we want to perpetuate that comes from, um, that just is not coming, not stemming from a place of fear. Anyway, I started this whole fucking podcast by talking about how I was going to shorten these fucking podcasts. And then what I did was I went on a 20 minute rant about something that isn't even to do with Scorpio season. Um, but the title for Scorpio season that I've chosen is let that shit go. So now I'm going to let that go. Um, so Scorpio and its ruler Pluto, they're often connected symbolically to sex and death. Um, but Scorpio also rules the bowels. And that's why during this season, there's no greater time to physically, emotionally, and mentally let shit go. Um, because this is a time when we are looking forward to new spiritual horizons that are come in with the upcoming Sagittarius season. That's where we really expand our view. And before then, we sort of cleanse and detox. We are radically honest and we have courage in surrendering to places where we are experiencing stagnancy emotionally or um, we are in addictive behaviors or fears or our fear of death itself is holding us back. You know, we're trying to hold on to control through our beliefs, through everything we do and holding on to a state of anxiety instead of allowing certain things to die off, beliefs to die off, um, behaviors to die off, you know, and, and, allowing for a new resurgence, the phoenix rising from the ashes. That's the type of energy that Scorpio is really bringing to us. Um, we might be seeking stability through this moment because Scorpio loves is a fixed energy and it's looking for security. But this is a time where we're really going to have to be flexible um, and that doesn't come easily to Scorpio. We need to be flexible as we let the mystery of life unfold. Um, Scorpio season can sometimes show us our own perpetuation of violence, and it can help us to open to compassion for the collective suffering because we are learning how to understand our own suffering. And so we want to make unconditional love our only master, um, and to do so, we have to look at all those fears that are really ruling our lives and running the show. On October the 23rd, 
um, we had the sun entering Scorpio. And Scorpio is the ruler of unconscious energy. And all humans have secrets. We've all got secrets. We've all got things that we, we think about ourselves that threaten our self-esteem or our ego, um, true or not, you know, um, whether we need to be keeping them secret or not, we do. And most of the painful behaviors that we see manifest in the world today have their roots in those unconscious feelings that we might be holding, guarding and keeping secret around feeling unlovable and feeling unworthy. We repress and hide aspects of ourselves, of our experiences and our personalities because we feel they're too painful to deal with or because we don't want to be judged or undervalued for them. This material unconsciously drives our beliefs and behaviors, however, and it becomes the brush that we paint our life with. Repression is really the bedrock of both violence and self-abuse. So unfortunately, you know, nothing stays hidden for that long. Um, nothing can exist in that, under that kind of pressure. So all secrets eventually become revealed, whether it is through our body reveals it through, um, you know, intense sickness or our emotions reveal it through a bursting forth of our emotions. Our minds reveal it through, an, you know, a, a pinching of anxiety in the mind. Um, and this is a moment to really dive headlong into the healing and to recognize what those things are. Imagine that Scorpio is the deepest part of the ocean and it's pitch black down there. It's absolutely pitch black and it's home to some of the ugliest creatures known to man. I mean, have you ever looked at the videos of like... <laughs> these poor creatures who've never seen light and all of a sudden there's a diver down there and he's shining light and it's little faces like teeth all snaggled and like you know eyes all bulging and shit and it's 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 ugly down there right but we're bringing light to it and that's Scorpio season those creatures are ancient they're masters of survival um, and Scorpio season is in the job of it is to bring out our hidden aspects, the things that we deem too ugly to be lovable and to bring to light. And um, we do this so that we can stop projecting all that un unconscious material into our lives. Because when we, when we hide away these parts that we deem ugly, we end up projecting ugliness onto everything in our lives in an effort to wake ourselves up. Um, and so if we can kind of tune in to how that reflection is a reflection of us and how to have compassion for that reflection and see it as different instead of ugly. And we can then start to live more authentically through deepening that compassion that we have through our own personal vibration of love. The energy of Scorpio, it was pervasive through Libra season because Mars and Mercury transits were happening along with that heavy hitting Pluto station that we saw on October 10th. So we saw a lot of this energy coming to a head. Um, and, uh, and now we're really in the thick of the season with the sun and Scorpio. And it's just vital to life. You know, the sun, the sun gives life, right? And with the sun and Scorpio, it's vital to our lives. That's where we get our vitality from during the sun and Scorpio. We get that vitality from uncovering these vulnerable places in us, um, these secrets that we hold about ourselves with love. 
No matter how threatening the unconscious feels, radical honesty is required now. And we need to celebrate that complexity, celebrate those those different feelings that come up um, around um, pain and suffering and our fears. Um, And there's so much complexity to the times we're living in now as well. There's so much nuance. It's really not black and white. Um, So Scorpio may represent our deepest vulnerabilities, but it's also the only sign with the courage to uncover them. It is such a brave sign and that it's got that Mars energy to it. Um, Scorpio does and that Pluto energy. It was meant to do this detective work. Um, so this is the season to be going in deep and uh, letting that shit go. Today is October 28th. It's the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. Full moons are points of emotional release and eclipses bring an added star power because they bring about dynamic change. The degree of this full moon points to building bridges. We might feel isolated and have a deep sense of separation right now. We might be feeling that in terms of our collective uh, consciousness too. Um, The issues at hand may seem really insurmountable, you know, seeing just all this violence and pain taking place. Um, And the challenge is to not enter into instant gratification for ourselves on a personal level or, or to, you know, go to quick mental fixes to abate our discomfort. And instead with patience, we want to pursue peace through healthy and our natural pleasures, um, how we just naturally take care of ourselves through being with nature, through uh, connection with our loved ones in, in just loving ways, you know, hug a friend, hug your animal. And don't allow yourself to be victimized by feelings of separation. Use these yearnings as reminders to stay on the course to meet with your community in more loving ways. Tomorrow, October 29th, Mercury is going to conjunct Mars, both in Scorpio. We desperately need our spiritual connections. Um, Being spiritual does not mean being religious. It means accepting the vastness, the mystery, the capabilities of the creative universe around us. Life finds a way. In its infinite magic, it always finds a way. And this is a moment to turn to our spirituality, to overcome the doubt and the melodrama of human life. You know, feel your feelings, allow for catharsis, but don't accept all of them as facts about reality. And certainly don't act on every inflamed feeling that you have. Allow a new you to rise from the ashes of your painful experiences and rise above feelings of revenge and vindication. Take back your power, stand in it, and have the courage to forgive and move forward in love. Saturn is going to turn direct in Pisces on November 4th. Now we have a lot more planets in the sky moving direct. It's been a very pulled back year, especially with those personal planets retrograding Mars and Venus this year. Um, And now we get this forward motion. Um, The sun is going to be in opposition to Jupiter and Taurus the day before this transit on November 3rd. So there's some tenuous days of dealing with our inner process around our spiritual transformation and expansion. You know, this is, we're having to put our ducks in a row and walk our fucking talk. 
And that's a hard thing to do. It's not easy for anybody to really align that. We all think we have fucking integrity, but like when we really look at our lives and see the ways that we, you know, avoid or, you know, the people that really trigger us the most, that we we find the most difficult, um, it really is hard to live a life of authentic love and compassion. Um, and that's okay, you know, be gentle on yourself, but we're all a work in process. And this Saturn direct in Pisces is all about working, working with that, you know, really having compassion for how hard it is to be a, a spiritual person living a human life, but to work at it anyway. Um, if you need to talk to someone or get support, now's the time. Saturn's going to end its uh, retrograde and begin its forward motion and our spiritual practice is going to take precedent. Our self-care rituals, they need to be the basis for our experience, not just last resorts when we don't feel good. It needs to be sort of our grounding force that we have. It's a daily thing. Um, take ownership of the balance and the rituals needed for you personally to maintain mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. November 8th, Venus is going to enter Libra. And that is actually a very nice little shift that we've got going on. Venus in Virgo, it is a hard worker. It's a taskmaster around love and romance and relationships. Um, it's practical, too, and can show a lot of practical love. Um, but Venus in Libra is really going to return us to that ooey-gooey, lovey-dovey stuff. On the aesthetic end, this is a good time to make investments, especially in self-improvement, home improvements, haircuts, things like that, expressions of art and beauty, they're favored now. Share that poem or song you wrote about the person you care for. Um, and, and diplomacy really rules under this energy. It's just a softer vibe. So look for win-win solutions and be kind and generous with your love. On November 10th, our minds are really going to expand when Mercury is going to enter Sagittarius. It's really going to lighten the mood. Something that we can use in our communication and minds right now for sure is a bit of that lightness and a bit of that seeing the bigger picture. We want to expand our horizons, our horizons with this placement. We want to travel to experience other cultures. We want to learn and deepen our philosophical understandings. Um, Many positive attributes to having Sagittarius here, like enjoy some comedy, you know, like laugh and play with your friends and be lighthearted. Um, the darker elements of this placement are where Sagittarius can overinflate our sense of truth. You know, we may see religious zealotry or nationalism or whatever it is, these culture wars um, being expressed more ardently at this time. But, you know, the loudest voice doesn't always represent all the voices. You know, you might hear that in the news. You might hear that on TV or on the radio. It doesn't mean that all people are sharing in that, um, in those beliefs and ideas. So try not to get down if you feel that you're sensing a lot of zealotry being ex experienced. I think on a whole, most people want to live in harmony with one another and they want to be loving individuals. I especially feel that way in the United States. Um, I, I've experienced generosity from my neighbors who were Trump 
fucking supporters just as much as my neighbors who were um, Democrats. So I think on a whole people, when you just take them for who they are, they they do just want to have their needs met. They want to live with dignity. And most people want to um, like see other people not suffering. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's important to not just take those blowhards and assume that that's the way that the world is functioning. You know, a lot of times the blowhards are just louder. Um, so the cure to this sort of zealotry that we see on so many different levels is to just recognize the subjective nature of personal truths and where they come from. You know, you have a truth, I have a truth. And yet there is always going to be a higher truth that integrates all of them and an, and an avenue and a perspective that's unseen that is more unifying. So utilize this Mercury and Sagittarius energy and its ability to take big leaps mentally. But just really we want to watch for like righteousness over righteousness and trying to be right all the time. Sometimes even if you are right, choosing kindness is still a better option. You know, nobody learned anything from being beaten over the head with it. So look for the convergence of subjective truths in connection, uh, into connection rather than separation. You know, we want to look for how our truths intersect um, into a higher truth where we're more alike than we are different, where we can create unity instead of separation. November 13th, we've got a new moon in Scorpio. And with the addition of the sun in opposition with Uranus today, it might feel like change is coming in a very awkward and intense way. Um, new moons begin a new emotional chapter. And under these themes, you know, of Scorpio, um, intimacy with our fellow man is imperative to the survival of humanity. We've got to find a way to work together if, human, if, if the human race wants to exist. Um, you know, and we have to really learn to see the similarities and the equal value of all human life. Um, and, and we got to get intimate with other people. We need to learn about their fucking pain and see how similar it is to our pain. See that the human experience is, is so, is one experience at the end of the day. You know, there are different expressions of that. There are different expressions of suffering but all people really want the same dignities, the same things, and we experience um, the same sort of feelings from different experiences in our bodies. And so can we, can we develop understanding about our own inner workings and how similar they are to other people? Can we develop greater compassion and forgiveness for others, knowing that they're suffering as we are suffering? We're all hurting. We've all been hurt in some way. Everybody will experience tragedy. Um, many people will experience violence in their lifetimes. We're all trying to survive. We all need love and connection. And compassion is what will beget the happiness that we want to desire. So even though on this day with the new moon in Scorpio, it feels like those things are far away, we still need to be working towards it within ourselves and breaking down any barriers that we have. November 18th, we've got the sun conjunct Mars, both in Scorpio. The season, not an easy one. Not an easy one, my booze. 
Uh, an already tense and energetic, difficult year. Sheesh. Okay. This is seven year. These truths, these spiritual truths we're learning. It's fucking hard work. And um, whatever has power over us that's not of our own personal power, it's got to be given back. Return to sender. Return to sender all that energy that's not you. All those things that we've made higher power that's not our own personal power, our own personal connection with spirit. Behaviors, relationships, substances. What feeds on you unconsciously and isn't in alignment with living in a healthy and honest way for you? That's what we're letting go of. That's what we're returning to sender. Letting go is a sacrifice. It really is. We often have to make a sacrifice in order to release attachments. And um, in this, this year of patience of planning, 2023, the seven year, we have to remember that the seeds that we're sowing now are going to become the harvest that we reap next year um, or reap next um, so letting go of all that doesn't serve us with love is going to eventually, those sacrifices are going to help us to be more bountiful in our blessings, more in alignment with what we want to harvest in the future. So each energy season, it touches us in a unique area of our lives. We all have the energy of Scorpio somewhere in our personal astrology. And this energy report, the seasonal report, it looks at the collective themes that mark the period. If you're interested in learning more about your own astrology, book an, a, a soul astrology session with me, a one-on-one -on -one session. Um, they're very deep. You know, we talk a lot about your purpose as a human on earth, your past lives and things like that. If you already have some understanding of your chart, but you want to know about what is coming up for you or how the current astrology is really affecting you for the next few months, uh, an astrology forecast might be for you. And both those things are linked in the show notes. And uh, if you're having a particularly intense energy time, maybe uh, one of my coaching or clearing sessions is for you. All are available via my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. Um, and you can work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Soon I will only be doing my remote sessions again. I've been doing remote healing since 2017. Uh, however, I did open an office this year in Kingston, which has been lovely, but I really want to return to my remote work uh, as the only sort of channel that I'm working through um, as I move on to the UK. Um, I'll still be available to... Uh, well, I know for a fact, actually, this podcast uh, has listeners in almost 200 countries. So um, all over the world, um, I look forward to connecting with you further. And again, the upcoming reports that I'm going to do are going to be a little bit shorter. Um, but in some ways, they're just going to be more uh, focused. So we're just going to focus on the week ahead. So they'll be that will be uh, happening as we reach... Um, Sagittarius season. We'll start with a little overview of the season, just the energy, which will be a podcast. And then there will be weekly energy reports to come after that. Uh, follow me on TikTok also. I don't do any dances or anything like that, but I will be posting kind of like little snippets about 
the transits on the days that they happen. So if you want a little bit more um, info, like in real time, you can follow me there at Rebecca Conran. All right, my friends. Um, hopefully my little stuffy nose wasn't too distracting. And I'm just sending you love wherever you are in the world. And whatever you're experiencing, um, just hoping that you're able to tap into that infinite love that spirit has for you, regardless of these extreme circumstances that you may find yourself in. And just hoping that some peace can wash over your heart in the upcoming weeks, um, no matter where you are, sending you lots of love. Bye-bye.